Hello, good people. This is WTS, WGS. What they say versus what God says. And I am Mafeng Kim. You're welcome. Today's episode is something I titled Burn. When you hear the word burn, several things come to mind. But for the most part, it includes burning up, burning out, gutting with fire, or destruction. I mean, most of us grew up with warnings like, don't play with fire, fire is dangerous, fire is not good for playing, or something like that. But if you look in scripture, you realize that fire is much more than just an instrument of destruction. Jesus was speaking of John in the Bible and he said that John was a burning and a shining light. That was John the Baptist. And Jesus mentioned two basic qualities of fire. The fact that it burns and the fact that it shines. In fact, in some languages, the same word used for fire that burns is the same word that is used for the light that shines. That was the ministry of John. Now what about us? The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9, Who hath called us, that is speaking of God, and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Hebrews actually says we've been called with a heavenly calling. Brothers and sisters, we've been called with a very special calling. Not only pastors, not only preachers or ministers of the gospel, but all believers. And then somehow, I don't know how, but somehow we've gotten the idea that the calling is supposed to be convenient or comfortable. No. The word calling is classis, and it means vocation, an invitation. And we all know that even though an invitation is extended, it means that like every other invitation, it is subject to an answer. It could be denied. You see, when you got saved, you didn't just get saved alone. You received a calling to be a fellow laborer with God in building the business. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9 says, For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. So we have a job to do. So your state of being lukewarm on the job or in the faith walk is a bad place to be in. You've put yourself in a place where only you can get yourself out of. I mean, God was speaking in Revelations, was Jesus actually, and then he said, if you were cold, I will yearn for your soul. If you were hot, I will receive your service. But since you're lukewarm, I have to spit you out out of my mouth. I mean, who likes lukewarm coffee? No one does. There's this song that says, I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. It's it's a song of pledging yourself, giving yourself. It's actually worship. Giving yourself to God in totally saying, I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. This is battle. And there are no middle grounds. This is battle, really. It might not be comfortable, but it's how it is. How comfortable do you think Jesus was on the cross? Think about it. 
If you ever have a plan to live the life that God has planned out for you, you better know that comfortable and convenient are not terms you're going to find along the way. You're going to find words like dying. I mean, look at the life of Paul. Yes, Jesus said that there are going to be rewards and all of that, but there is a price to pay. The fire, the heat, and the light you emit are signs that you are flying his banner. It's like your flag. It's like your flag. The Bible says, Arise and shine, for your light is come. For Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. If you don't shine, how are they supposed to see Jesus in your banner? Refuse to be lukewarm in your love for God. The Bible says, Whatever you do, do in the name of Jesus. This is beyond whispering in the name of Jesus before you enter a taxi or before you do anything significant. I mean, some people think that that is what that scripture means. So when they enter a bus, they whisper in the name of Jesus. When they're about to go pick their kids from school, they whisper in the name of Jesus. When they're about to start the exam, they say in the name of Jesus. No, it says whatever you do, do it in the name of Jesus. Having that consciousness of your oneness with him and his ability to walk in you in all that you do. Fan to flames your love for him. Ephesians 2.10 calls us his masterpiece. In the Amplified Bible, it says, For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those things, those good works, which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking parts which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. We're his trophy, we're his workmanship, and the world has got to know it. How else will they know him, if not through you? Leviticus chapter 6, verse 12 and 13 speaks of the altar of God in the Old Testament. And it says that the fire on that altar was never permitted to go out. It could never die. The priests were to make sure that it never died. There was to be a continuity in its burning. Let the fire on the altar never go out. Paul was speaking to the church and he said, Do you not know that our bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit dwells in our spirit and the spirit dwells in our body. So as God's temple, the fire on our altar also should never be allowed to go out. There was a series my pastor took on. It was on how to shine. And he said something profound. He said, one way to be sure you're shining is by burning light that emits heat, not just empty light like a white bulb. No, light that emits heat, that burns. And to burn, two things are necessary. The first is prayer. People of God, if you must live the life that God has planned for you, you must pray. My pastor said, prayer for the man, for a human being is, is ventilating. I mean, man ought always to pray. The second is fellowship with the word. I mean, how can you survive without the word? It's, it's unthinkable. Like, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So the word of God is the food of our spirit. So these are the two ways that we can burn. 
And to burn and shine, you find out that you release energies that magnet others to Christ. They see Christ in you. It says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good deeds. They may see your good works. They may see the benefits of your Christianity. They may see the reality of Zoe and come to Christ. Romans 12.1 says, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices. For those of us that know that scripture, let's, let's say it together. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God, which is his spiritual worship. You are the sacrifice. Offering yourself is the worship. A sacrifice that lives even while it is still bound on the altar. Now we know that that kind of sacrifice is the most difficult side to offer. I mean, nobody wants to burn, really. So, there are no sacrifices without fire. But the fire that consumes from an external force, it consumes and burns out. Which means that that thing will burn away. But this is a different kind of fire. It's a fire that is generated from your inside, from your spirit, and becomes both your spirit and the fire generates, generated from it. They are from the same source. So you and that fire are one. It burns, yes, producing heat and producing light, but it doesn't consume you. It is a part of you. The Bible says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. When fire is lit, where do you put it so it burns continually? On the candle. Give yourself the permission to shine unapologetically, censored only by your love for God. And you will see how men are drawn to God. The faith that walks by love. That is it. Only then will your light pull others to Christ. Your salvation has to be evidenced. What makes your faith obvious? Fruits. Fruits are expected to accompany your salvation. Everything God gives to us is a kingdom investment and God expects returns. This brings to mind the parable of the talents where the master gave talents to his servants. One, two, and five. Each according to his several abilities. God expects your life to produce good fruits that accompany salvation. There is nothing normal about not praying or not studying your Bible. No, it is not normal. It is your path to living a vibrant life for God. So determine today that you will give yourself to the word, that you will give yourself to prayer and let your life be more fruitful than you ever thought was possible. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Please don't forget to like this podcast. Hit the like button. Share with your friends and family, your family, your community, and then most importantly, hit the subscription button and the notification bell so you can see subsequent episodes like this one. Thank you so much. Bye.